And welcome to Surviving Survive in New Zealand, Colon Nicaragua. This is week eight. Oh, it's week eight. Week Can you eight. Believe it. Uh, I'm Stephen Lyons. I am Mike Kevin. And of course, we're not here alone. We're joined by our very special guest this week, Louise. Uh, oh my God, I've already. Bovink. Because it looks beautiful on the page, which means it confuses my brain. It's, it's Dutch. Um, Dutch. Nice. That means the pay for it half and half. Yeah. <laughs> That's how that works. I, work, I look that up. Uh, excellent. Welcome so much to uh, Surviving Survivor. Um, welcome so much. So oh, much. So God. much welcome. This isn't a phrase that people say. I, I, it was an interesting welcome coming into this show at week eight. We're uh, deep in. Deep. I mean. Yeah. And I have not watched any of the episodes, so I just was like straight into a uh, lot of people talking at yeah, each other. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of people talking at each other on a really nice island, and, and I'm like, what the fuck are they talking about? Here's a twist for you: they're not even technically on an island. No. Oh no way! Right? We just call it even Redemption Island, not an island, not an near island. the island. Just yeah. another bay. Just oh. part of Nicaragua. Unless, yeah. well, you can't think of a continent as a very large island. It's a huge island. <laughs> yeah, I mean, technically they're on a sort of island. Right, there was ocean. <laughs> every every man is an island. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm. getting deep in here. Uh, uh, Louis, have you? Uh, are you a Survivor fan? Have you watched Survivor before? I have. So I have fond memories of watching the American versions of Survivor when I was a kid. So they aired on uh, New Zealand television, and so I, I did watch those. I think. Um, like you guys gave me before we started recording gave me the rundown of how it works and that kind of jolted my memory but when i was watching watching the uh the new zealand version uh i watched it today (laughs) um it it I still couldn't understand what was happening and I was like it, it. <laughs> I was like I've watched this before I should know how this works and it was all just going over my head which I love because all that's happening is people are going and talking to each other yes that, that was the thing that I noticed the most I was like does anything actually happen on the show or does everyone just like quietly touch base with each other for a whole fucking hour yeah well yeah I would give it an hour I'd say I mean the episodes are we get an hour 45 each week right yes. so I think yeah. there's about an hour of just them walking to each other and talking yeah and then 45 minutes you carve that up into what 30 minutes of b-roll of nature yeah um, I mean there was this this like episode 15 in particular was a, a, a strenuous watch even for, for yeah oh well, my it, god it, that was a long time open, the start of it was like on Redemption <sighs> Island with Mike explaining to me how adding people changed the number of people <laughs> on Redemption Island yeah yeah, yeah we saw the episode with and something you wouldn't know is that we were meant to be presented with a lot of drama because Shannon really fucked over Mike earlier on and it was like cool this should be fun because they're now going to be on Redemption Island together and they're going to have to hash out their differences and nothing and and then Mike he did he seemed so pissed off and then Shannon walks in and he's like oh hey <laughs> so what? So I'm guessing that Shannon had promised not to vote for him, and then she ended up. Shannon voting. lied to him a whole bunch. Oh, so, yeah. so Shannon's an actor. Yes. And uh, you have a theatre background, right? I do. Like sometimes acting is really fun. 
right? And I think that she really got in the fun of telling Mike. Oh, she loved it for a bit. She loved it. She, yeah, she was like, oh, I'm totally acting. Yeah. Like, and then right. as soon as he got voted out and he just looked at her and he called her out, like she just went, oh, I wasn't acting. I was lying. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there's a difference between like one is for entertainment, which it was very entertaining. Yeah, it was very great. much Shannon. Mm. Uh, but it was also with a human being. So there yeah, was an element. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fascinating. Yeah, because like like instantly everyone like yeah, as soon as I started watching that episode, my first foray into Survivor New Zealand midway through or like probably near the end, I just noticed straight away that everyone was like, fuck Shannon and I was like, Wow, I wonder what <laughs> Shannon's done. She did great. She played yeah. the game. The only problem was she started worrying about it. Oh yeah. That's why she got voted out. Uh, oh, yeah. I have to say, by the way, that my favourite part of the show is the footage go of the of the nature and the animals mm. and all the exotic creatures it's really just great yeah um it's beautiful actually you had a pretty good couple of episodes uh, for, for b-roll footage and new b-roll too we had we had a lot of footage that we hadn't seen before oh really because yeah. I, I noticed the uh howler monkeys were a recurring feature we see howler they've monkeys? been around yeah the monkeys yeah. have been around monkeys. some extra vulture footage this time vultures came out of nowhere i didn't oh, know they yeah. were uh, lots of snakes snakes mm. snakes are common so i think that they basically layered up with uh it's very metaphorical yes uh, and when i say very metaphorical I don't mean subtle. Yeah, it really came <laughs> I noticed yeah. that. In fact, we'll probably talk about it because it was later in this episode that they had the uh, spider eating the fly over the top of a conversation oh. for approximately four minutes. It was so long. I was like, "How long that are they my, gonna?" My favorite art project. It was, <laughs> it was so long. I was uncomfortable to the point where I was like, "I don't need to see the spider inject the fly with its fluid to make it into." I could have gone another three minutes. <laughs> I I was so weirded out by the length that I was I started to trip out as to what I was watching anymore yeah, me too I didn't register it for like the first 30 seconds and then I was like hang on a second why aren't they showing the people talking why are we just watching the spider consume like, a fly I stand by it as an artistic choice yeah it was it was so artistic though that it was like this is not primetime television stuff this is like avant- this should be black and white now I honestly want whoever edited that segment I want them to do redo we, I want their version of the whole of Survivor give them yeah. all the tapes I want to see just all of the moments where they're like this this is the moment you just have a tree rusting. the thing is yeah. I, you know for a fact there's a production meeting where like there's some pushback on that and he <laughs> might he managed to talk it over the line and be like, no, this needs to be three minutes long. I mean, uh, whoever that person is can sell ice to Eskimos because that was a uh, horrifically yeah. ham-fisted I love segment. It. I love that. That was yeah. a bold, bold choice. <laughs> bold choice. Fuck me. It was, it was a watershed moment in New Zealand television. <laughs> <laughs> And the award for uh, best use of overdubbing and spider footage. <laughs> it was it was it was a pivotal moment. I don't think New Zealand television will ever be the same again. It's it's this generation's thingy losing its eyeball. Yeah. Yes. I, I just want to talk about my other favourite bit because I don't want to gloss past it. Was um, Jordan, Jack, and Mike and uh, Shannon's get together? Was the phone? No, no, no. Oh. We've got to get to that later because oh, no, it's going to be pun related. This is pun related. This is uh, Jack coming out with um, she will rename Shanonymous. Oh yeah, that was fantastic. Ah, oh, Jack came yeah. in. Every Jack- now and then he just puts out a great zinger. Jack, Jack's probably one of my favourite 
characters? Would we say characters? Oh, contestants? He's a, he would be the best described as a character. He yeah, a, he is a character. He is a character. I feel like I know him, like I recognize him. In fact, that was that was one of the things that surprised me the most about Survivor was not seeing anybody that I knew on the show. <laughs> I felt like it was almost inevitable that like I'd be like, oh yeah, hey, that's Jess from high school. You know, because um, like last season of The Bachelor that Jordan was on, I knew two people uh, who were who were <laughs> in there as contestants. So I was like, yeah, every New Zealand reality TV show will contain a person that I know. And, but it's two degrees. I bet you you know people who know all of them. Definitely. I tried to Facebook stalk Jack though, and I couldn't find him. Oh, I feel oh. like Jack is off media. Like yeah. he, he's all in person. Yeah. Uh, Jack, <laughs> Jack <laughs> only broadcasts to the room that he's in. Yeah. Why, yeah, why, yeah. why, why do you think he's so obsessed with phones? Because there's such a novelty to him. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll find out later. He has like you know he's from like a weird, very specific like Amish. But religious sect. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Technology. Maybe he's from Gloria Vale. Where was it Gloria Vale? You're shitting me, right? You don't know what Gloria Vale is? I guess because you've been in the States for the last few years. Yeah. Um, so Gloria Vale is like this um, insular kind of cult community that um, that exists in the South Island. They're really like, they're kind of, um, they're like a classic cult. They're like, they all live in one, <laughs> just, just like your bog standard cult. Yeah. But you know, they're all going to die in a suicide. <laughs> leader is very charming, owns sunglasses. Uh, uh, leader is, um, leader is a convicted pedophile. Uh, Has many are, wives. Yeah, like the the women are very, um, very subservient. They all live in this like a small commune in uh, the South Island and run a farm and, and a factory and shit. But and they don't talk to outside and if anyone leaves the cult they're excommunicated and they're never allowed to see their families that's again. rule number one of cult making yeah exactly mm-hmm. don't um, talk about cult making but anyway I so I'm uh, I think there is uh, weight behind the theory that Jack is a Gloria Vale oh, member man. who has escaped and made his way on to survive in New Zealand being like if I can survive Gloria Vale I can survive Nicaragua <laughs> I feel like he's got to get a Twitter up and running yeah 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 sure. he does totally like just but, to get some of his quips but Shenanamon <laughs> was yeah. a great line yeah. well delivered Jack FM good business would tune in again yeah um, and, yeah. Uh, and then you got to see a lot of Barb and Hammock this uh, I did uh, yes so once Barb became a power player um, she took over the hammock Mm. And now and now, with her journal, yeah, yeah, and, and then she just went back into hibernation. This episode, she did, which was a real disappointment because Bob came back with a vengeance, with a real fucking vengeance, out of nowhere, took out the biggest prize, mm. and then <laughs> retreated back into her cave, just chilling in the hammock, chilling in the hammock, and then also admitting that she's not super into the idea of winning the game, which I, I was hoping was a strategy. I, I, yeah. I, yeah. I'm like, why? Yeah, so she just wants to be there as a facilitator? Is that for real? (laughs) Here's the thing about Barb is everyone else, I think, has bought into the like, oh, what I say to camera is sacred and I can say whatever I want. Barb has been one of the few people who has kind of... True, she's been quite cagey. She will keep her her true ideas to herself. It would not surprise me if uh, next week she was like... 
Oh, now the Shay's gone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That would be that would be super fucking cool, and I would be so into it. Yeah, because at the moment she, yeah, she feels like the librarian who just doesn't she, want to kick the cool kids yeah. out. She, uh, I went, she I went from like being Kent mother. She did, yeah. but in a, in a fun kind of mafiosa way. Because yeah. I, I went from hating Barb because she did fuck all and complained a lot to really pulling us all stops and proving herself to be a solid strategic game player. Mm. And now she's back to being like Ugh, again, which is real disappointing. No, I reckon it's. Uh, I, I'm. I'm convinced that she's being strategic. I hope so. Yeah. I genuinely hope so because yeah. she was fucking good at it. Oh, she was so so enjoyable to watch at her at her peak. So this one was tough of just seeing her like mill it in out. the hammock, just yeah. like yeah, I'm sure. It's like I want to see you guys in the end. It's like oh fuck off. Um, which was, but then we got the wonderful shot of the pelicans that lasted. <laughs> like I thought that shot of the pelicans was like the longest B-roll shot ever until the spider. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah it just was. played out those pelicans real nice, and that actually led into the, the sound mix on these two episodes. Um, Ooh, well, I loved it. I had a great time. What aching to hear things? That was. Oh, there was so much like like little tickle of the bongos. Oh, you're an ASMR person, aren't you? Oh, it's incredible. (laughs) It's beautiful. Do you you know ASMR? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Stephen's a big ASMR guy. I see why you like this episode. I feel like uh, ASMR people were the ones who put together that (laughs) mud challenge that we're going to talk about. Oh, yes. That was very specific. Uh, (laughs) I I thought it was nice. I thought they had some tickling sound. Like, they were just like, there was lots of little like. Yeah, they had. There was a lot of subtle noise play for some reason. Mm-hmm. A lot of very like underplayed like bongo where I thought that I'd left my phone on on some weird music track. You guys paid a lot more attention to this than I did. There's a lot of minutia that we need to key into, otherwise we have nothing to talk about. Right. Because this episode was weak on content. You gotta remember, it was an hour and forty five. It week, was. It was it. an hour and forty five that I'll never get back. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, I'm genuinely sorry about that. We brought you in. <laughs> no, I'm that's not sorry. okay. You knew the risk. I knew. I signed up. Now you're keyed in with New Zealand culture. Yeah. All right, switch off the project and turn on Survivor New Zealand. Um, so we had uh, Avi talking to Nate and uh, saying like, oh, he'd kick out Tom um, at the four, but then he automatically switched to camera and his confession cam where he was like, I love Tom. I would never say goodbye to Tom. Yes. Avi and Tom have been through a roller coaster ride. Oh my God, they've been such a dramatic pair. So I, I sense that there's a like a bromance happening between them, but have they been on the rocks a little bit? Oh, it was a bromance of the highest like stature, and then and then it broke apart so badly. They had like the middle of the rom com thing where yeah, um, right. where where Tom went off to the other tribe and ended up chumming up with some other guys. Ooh. One of them being Jack, yeah. and then. And so when they were reunited again, there was a lot of tension and they had to like work through a lot Did of they stuff. They had to like hash out their issues and be like, oh, you yeah. abandoned me when I was at my most vulnerable. Oh, they did. There's a, there's, there's, a, <laughs> there's a scene where they were on a hammock sitting very close together in a very like touching scene. Hey, yeah. Is there room for two on that hammock? Yeah, come on. That was a quote. Really? <laughs> oh man, why didn't you get me in for that episode? <laughs> I got room for two. <laughs> oh, it was fun. 
bromances are a really fun thing to watch on uh, on reality shows. Uh, I've 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 watched. Um, I don't know if you guys have watched X on the Beach. Oh yeah, yeah. But I've man, seen... that is some good shit. And um, Wait, what is the premise for that? Oh, very, very quickly. What <laughs> let is me the... let me tell you. Yeah, okay, I'll let so me just take this. A group of like eight singles, four guys and four girls get together, and they get put in like this beautiful beach mansion that's full of cameras. And can I elaborate a little bit? Yeah. So beautiful, like. 20-somethings who are like hyper-sexualized caricatures of like freaky street people that you see at like 2 a.m. On, on a Saturday. Yeah, like they're all perfectly, like all the men are like perfectly chiseled and all the women are like perfectly slim with amazing round breasts and wearing bikinis all the time. And um, and like, you know, Barbie doll faces and stuff like that. And um, so anyway, they're these like perfect English socialite singles. Oh, this just got changed now that I know it's English. Oh, I yes, assume they're Perfect. Let me take a step back. Let's. Re- I want to refute the word socialite. They are socialites, though. In what sense are they socialites? Because <laughs> in what they, sense are they not? Like that's that's literally they're kind of like the, the the Paris Hiltons of England, where they're not really famous for anything other than being reality. Oh, yeah. oh, okay, okay, stars. yeah, they're rich and okay. They're not. They're not. I wouldn't say that they're of the uh, higher class. Okay, yeah, they're not yeah. going to go. They're not going to turn up at a debutante's ball. No. They're going no. to be vomiting at like 3 a.m. outside no. a Welsh pub. Of course. They're yeah. not going to be invited to a garden party at Buckingham Palace, but... So the modern sense of the word socialite. I'll take that. Yeah, like, but they work like working, a garden class, party film. working class socialites, if we're going to be classist <laughs> and talk about it in English terms. If you talk about the UK, then you've got to make up class. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. Okay, that's a um, shortcut. So, oh man, we really went into some quite... Okay, so I haven't even got to the premise of the show yet. So they get put in this uh, house, uh, a big party mansion that's full of booze and lots of soft beds so they can have all the sex and lots of cameras. And uh, and they just think that it's like this great... Uh, this bone, this, this bone fest basically what they don't know is that they're going to get sent down to the beach and one of their exes is going to come out of the water and join the house and yes. put a spanner in the works and every every um I, I don't know there's some interval at which more exes join the house so eventually you've got this house full of like 20 people and everyone's fucked each other somehow and there's all this tension but everyone's still fucking and drinking and partying and arguing and fighting and fucking and it's just like the best reality show that you can oh ever God. watch and I think you guys should do a podcast about that one next it's pretty great it's I mean, amazing I've, I've watched a lot of it in fact don't do a podcast about it because I want to do a podcast about it it's my idea you guys fuck off. <laughs> I'll get you on as guests. That's, yeah. That's cool. Steven's like on the other end of the spectrum when it comes to uh, why reality TV shows should be watched. So I'm, right. I'm, I'm, I'm firmly in your camp that I want to watch the dregs of society just be horrible to each other. Yes. Steven's on the other end and wants to watch people fulfill their own personal dreams and connect. So you're more of like an amazing race kind of guy. That's what always comes up. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because I like people and I And you're more of the on the beach <laughs> yeah. kind of guy. Yeah. I've, I've watched all of like, uh, yeah. Dating that, in the Dark? No, what's the naked one? Oh, the naked, naked one's so good. The like, naked one's yeah. weird because I actually got emotionally invested in a lot of those people. So is that the one where they go on dates naked? Yes, Okay, because yeah. there's another one that's called... 
Naked Attraction, I think. There's also a survival one, right? Yes, Naked and Afraid. Yeah, Yeah. that's great. You guys will like that. It's kind of like a a a mashup. I feel like they just mad libs that. Like every time they need a new one, they've got like, we put naked at the start and let's just throw some uh, some words out. We've got afraid, alive. Yeah. Uh, scared. We got happy. Oh, naked and happy. Well, they just have like one of those um, those generators that's just two wheels with lots yeah. of words. Yeah. yeah. They just spin the wheels and they're like, oh yeah. It's just self park manatees. And something. Another <laughs> adjective and adjective. a verb. And a yeah. verb. Two naked adjectives. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, oh man, we sidetracked so hard. Okay, I see where would you guys uh, are. Would you say that is that your favorite reality show? It, it's up there. I like as far as reality goes. I really enjoy the trashy ones. Um, they they are really cathartic for some reason. I I, I can't explain it. But like I was um, when I was writing my comedy festival show this year and working on it with my director, our main source of procrastination was just being like fuck work is hard should we just have some gin and watch x on the beach and so we'd just watch x on the beach together and like yell at all the people on the tv and <laughs> it was the best thing ever and uh and my comedy show turned out all right so i, uh, <laughs> I kind of got the work done yeah i got yeah, it done i got the work done um i love it great x on the yeah. beach is the fucking best reality dying. TV. Watch it. it sounds depressing it would make it's you so sad great. i'm gonna watch my favorite reality show happy people just living their lives <laughs> no that sounds boring as fuck <laughs> it's just me catching the bus <laughs> <laughs> look at these people they are just like or going and like sneaking into a university graduation mm-hmm. ceremony and being oh. like yeah, Joseph did it. Oh, his whole family's here. Oh, his dad came. He didn't think his dad was going to come. You can tell. Look at how happy he is. I don't know what's more gross. You watching that or <laughs> us watching X on the Beach? Mm, I don't know. What's even worse is the show that just follows me. It's just them filming me doing that. <laughs> so every week it's just me enjoying other people's lives. It's it real creepy. God, how sad are you inside? <laughs> Jesus. Oh, deeply sad. That's why I need I all know. this external stimulation. I know. Yeah, right. see, the cure for my depression is watching X on the Beach. So we, you know, different strokes. Well, that's the, it's the Radiohead phenomenon. Right. You either listen to Radiohead and it makes you more depressed because you're like oh my god we're all so sad yeah you know, or you listen to radiohead and you feel great because you're like whoa if this is where tom york is at <laughs> i'm doing great like i'm doing terrific yeah that's a weird thing it's like i am the opposite when it comes to music like i will i will listen to like happy fun time music because it's all 80s hair metal that is my jam but uh i can't listen to sad music because it depresses the fuck out of me but i will watch the most miserable tv like x on the beach because i was talking about bromances and there was a really great one <laughs> yeah. on uh, x on the beach where Segway. the guys didn't bang any chicks because they were just such great friends with each other and they're like let's just be bros and it was the best thing to watch <laughs> it's probably the part of x on the beach that you would like because it's like oh. these guys are just being what cool this guy yeah and then Actually, the producers were... every episode the producers are like these guys are a nightmare if they no, don't fuck no. each other <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they gave them a 
lot of screen time. And uh, and and the guys they actually ended because what happens is the producers can make um, can get any two people in the house to force them to go on a date together. So uh, often what will happen is like an ex will come in and then the the producer will send a note to the tablet of terror, which is this tablet that they have, and it'll say, "Oh, it's the official Rogan. title. Yeah, it's called the Tablet of Terror. Yeah. Jess and Rogan, it's time to go on a romantic date." And That's Jess and Rogan right. are like, "Oh fuck, I don't want to go on a date with that fucker." Yeah. Yeah. Or, <laughs> or what they'll do is they'll take the, the ex who's just come in and then send them off on a date with the most hypersexed other person. Yeah. So, so, so there's loads of tension when they come back. It's like, so how was the date? And it's like, oh, did we- you kiss? <laughs> Oh, what was the date? Oh, we had to rub oil on each other for three hours. Mmm, that sounds like a fun time. <laughs> yeah, their eyes just slowly squish. It's, a, it's fun times. And you, beautiful. And you think that's a good show? No, 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 no. Okay, you're, you're getting me wrong here. It's not a good show, but fuck, I love watching it. It's a terrible show for oh, terrible people that makes it so good. Yeah. It's good. It's yeah. good. Wait, I wanted to talk about the fact that Shay talking about Tom had like a uh, Hans Zimmer horn behind it. That is like a brrr, brrr. It was amazing. I was like, yes, this is a thing that uh, Mike probably hated. But I was like, yes. This is like, so overbearingly loud. That was another weird sound choice that honestly made me check my phone. Because <laughs> like, my phone vibrating? What's going on? It was just weird music choices. Um, the other Anything thing I specific? wanted to talk about was when Tom and Nate went wood whispering. Oh yeah. That was like that, I feel like that seemed way creepier than it should have. Just them in like I'm collecting. Hey, are you collecting firewood? I'm collecting firewood. <laughs> but then at the end of it, like um, Nate picked up that big fucking branch, and then Tom was like, "Oh yeah." <laughs> just followed him. But it was like, that will validate what we've just done. You carrying that yeah. large stick. Yeah. <laughs> Did you get the big stick? Yeah. <laughs> it needed two of us, even though I'm only carrying it. Yeah. But, the, but the, the reason I wanted to mention that is because that jumped off Shay doing like what I think was her uh, death rattle, which was her trying to use that against Avi. Oh, yes. yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah that does need like, to be talked about. At this point, because Avi's been lied to a bunch and tricked, so. Oh, Avi's Abby, so done with it. He is <laughs> broken. He is totally broken. But it was so great that she was just like, she put in this beautiful little seed of a lie. Yeah. Having no concept that Avi is like so exhausted by the politics that he just yeah. went to Tom and he's like, hey, Tom, did you say that you were going to vote me out? Tom's like, no. And here's why. And Tom was yeah. like, not on my mum. Which, I, no. loved, which yeah. I loved because I was like into it and I was like, oh, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? Then Avi goes back and he's like, Shay, what's up with this? And Shay goes, I guess I must hurt it. And he goes, okay. Yeah, he totally <laughs> bought that. Oh, come he on, was like, okay, well, you need to be more careful with your listening, yeah. Shay. Yeah. Not like, you fucking lied to me, Shay. Avi is so willing to believe whoever is on his oh, He just doesn't want, he doesn't want to give up on people. I bet he yeah. voted for John Key. <laughs> No, I feel like he would have voted Greens and been like, this time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This time. Right. You know what? Russell I, Norman's going to be the Prime Minister. I just know it. I feel it in my heart. Well, it's not a big to do like a 30 or 40% jump. Per yeah. It's not a big jump. I think everyone will just realise what's best for the country this time. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Uh, um, then we're jumping to the uh, individual reward challenge. Yeah. Yes. Um, uh, the old mud bucket bouquet. Yes. Um, do you mean bukake? B- oh. <laughs> 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 standing around the pit. 
Um, this one, I thought Barbara was going to bow out of straight away. I have. I was... she, she's like, she, she bowed out of another one that was just a bit gross. Oh, really? Um, yeah, she will not get involved if it's a bit too much. But, oh, she nailed it. Once she, well, I think once she heard that there were horses involved. Yeah, she was like, fuck, I'm getting on that horse. <laughs> it was like, you'll have, you'll have a night away. Eh, you'll have a dinner. Eh, you'll get drinks. You'll get to shower. Eh, there'll be horses. I'm in. What do we need to do? <laughs> get me on these horses. Cool. She had a great strategy. That she was, is, yeah. Uh, was Piling it onto on the shoulders. back of the neck. Yeah. Oh, I guess I'm not carrying it. <laughs> I thought she was going to win for sure. I did too. I was really surprised yeah. when she didn't win. Yeah. I, was... I think probably what what um, dashed her chances was her speed. Like, because um, who, who won? Avi was putting backwards. Yeah. yeah. So Avi was going back and forth real quickly. Barb was probably spending more time putting more on, but not getting as many loads of mud into the bucket. So. Yeah. <laughs> she... You know, not getting as many loads of mud into the bucket. That is just weird. I felt real weird watching this. It was it was yeah. weird. Yeah, yeah, it felt like don't be like that. Not like I discovered something about myself. <laughs> <laughs> like I felt like someone had created it just for that like, oh yeah, they're all gonna jump in the mud. So whose job was it to come up with the challenges? Because I want that job. It I, must be the producers. Yeah, there yeah. must be some of them feel like interns do it. Some yeah. of them feel like they just watched a bunch of old ones. This one felt yeah. like felt like the producers forcing your old nephew who was like, I really hope there's some pretty girls in it by the end. <laughs> just oh, like, yeah. You're gonna jump in the mud. <laughs> it's like, here, yeah, how about mom Bob? <laughs> Jumping in some mud. I mean, it, it was weird. It was weird. It was, so weird. It was uncom- yeah. I, okay, I, you didn't, I didn't find it weird. That's okay, you're allowed yeah. to not. Yeah. Like, you're probably more comfortable with your sexuality than I am. If there was nothing sexual about it. But that what? was, that's what I think the thing was about it, was it was like, it was maybe trying to be and didn't quite land there. That was the thing is the context of people jumping into a mud pit, I guess, has only been pitched to me. In, <laughs> well, I'm only familiar yeah. with mud pits and people rolling around. In Pseudo sexual connotations, whereas this was very right, kind of like pigs in a trough kind of sitch. Whoa! Not in, no, no judgment. In the middle of it. <laughs> <laughs> so I like my context for it was I um, few years ago now did one of those tough guy and girl challenges. Oh, tough mudder thing. It wasn't tough mudder. It was less. It was a bit more tame than. It tough wasn't mudder, franchised. It was still, it was still like crawling through mud and, and getting gross. And, okay. Yeah. yeah. So that was well, like, so oh, they're just doing like. And that is a thing now. Obstacle course. And I think yeah. I would have gotten in with that if it was double the distance. Right. Yeah. You know, like then you're like, oh, this is yeah, like true. Undertaking. This is it. But yeah. it, it felt like we're playing in the mud. And then you just kind of roll out and you're like, boop, 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 boop. <laughs> and now we're going to, because they had like the shots of them like just sliding Sliding. the mud off their arms. and It was weird. The whole thing was fucking weird to me. No, I think you guys are just weird for finding that weird. <laughs> Whoa. I'll take it. Like, Let's just embrace that. <laughs> I think that it's great. I think it was, it was the hair stuff was real like uh, specific. I felt like I, I was, thought it was a good strategy. The hair. It was yeah. a it was a great strategy. Felt like I was watching a very specific fetish video. Mm. Again, it just it was weird. That's what I love yeah, about no, humanity. Didn't get that. Someone, didn't get someone, that vibe. someone out there is like, you know what? I love mud in here. I, would, I just I, need more footage of people putting mud in. I like I liked him saying that only two kilos separated first and second. Two kilos. I thought that's a lot. <laughs> that's a fair amount of mud. 
It's like, been a while since I did any pottery, but that seems like a lot of mud. That's a lot of mud. I always think of kilos in like sugar packets, and I'm like, that's two packets of fucking sugar of mud that someone like carried on their body viscously to a bucket. Yeah. That's intense. That's weird and gross. Did not expect Harvey to win. I no. didn't. No. But I did, it led to him um, like making those choices. Mm. And then even better is that Kingmaker speech that he had at the end where he just like leaned right in and got all Game of Thrones about it where he's like, I brought forth Tom to confirm my alliance with him. And I have brought with me Bob, for Bob should taste of the finer things as she leaves our presence. And yay, I have left both Shay and Nate together so that they may form a stronger bond. As the kingdom of Avi unfolds upon itself. Avi's basically Littlefinger. He's Littlefinger, yeah. Totally Littlefinger, yeah. Also, there will be horses. <laughs> and then, then, and, then a, and a Game of Thrones style feast. It's a Game of Thrones style. <laughs> down at Rancho Relaxo. Yeah. Which was the where we got met yeah. by one and of the. It names. was a Game of Thrones style feast because it was incredibly white. Yeah. <laughs> when you were expecting something far more ethnically diverse. Yeah. It was very white. The staff were white. The meals were white. They weren't particularly Nicaraguan, I would say. No, no. Was... I feel like they got to enjoy a very nice uh, resort evening. Yep. But I wish that they'd gotten like gotten to enjoy Nicaraguans. I, I wish it was just a yeah. little bit more Nicaraguan after all the the hype of it. It was very bland. I did feel for Nate because he didn't get the sheets that he was after. He was really what, excited. What about they, the did sheets. he say about? I wrote he was down. like, oh, sheets. Just sliding your hand in the sheets, like if we're talking about fetish, that's oh, like a sheet fetish. This is the one that popped out for you. No, no, what popped out for me was like, wow, Nate's really obsessed about those sheets. Just like what popped out for me right now was these guys are really into that mud shit. <laughs> Yeah. Which is interesting that you like leave that on us, but you put yours onto Nate. Yeah. No, I wasn't fetishizing the sheets. Nate was. But clearly. we weren't fetishizing the mud. We were just uh, fetishizing the fetishization possibility yeah, we were, of, right, of, okay, of mud. Right. We like you. You were intrigued by Nate, whereas we were intrigued by the people who we don't know. I'm gonna say with Nate, I got it. <laughs> like sheets are pretty great. Sheets are great. Sheets are pretty great. Sheets are nice, but like... Clean sheets? Come on. I'm more excited about like the beer and the food. Was it just me? Was anyone getting real tense about how long it took for them to get the food? Yes! Like... I was like, feed these motherfucking people! (laughs) Like, (laughs) they've been in a a camp eating rice and beans for 30 days. And then they gave them a beer and it's like, yeah, yeah, cool beer. Now food. Now food. And then they sat in the pool. It's like, oh... Are you guys not hungry? It's like, why they is... were trying to get them drunk. They wanted to see what was going to happen. Uh, Between Bob and Avi and Tom. Little menage a trois. <laughs> I don't think that that's what that was. <laughs> Here's something that made me a little frustrated. Guys, get a beer sponsor. Yeah. yeah. Holy shit. I can't watch you kids drink these blurry beers. You're going, I know. Also, a wine sponsor. They had no beer, no wine sponsor. Yeah. Like, you, no one, no New Zealand winery wants to ship over two bottles of wine for a bar. Like, marketing gold, having someone like coming out of the Nicaraguan jungle and being like, oh, beer, and taking that yeah, first like, sip and being like, and like oh. Tui or Spates or any of the big guys who are like, yeah. so weird. And they was- probably wouldn't have been able to import it. What? Just oh, potentially Nicaraguan. Just, nah. They'll take it over there right now. <laughs> yeah. There may be some Nicaraguan rules around that, potentially. Just sail it in. 
sail it in on a boat and someone can get it in. Also, you're bringing it, wait, you're worried that they won't be able to get like six beers through when they brought in like all of these contestants and all of this film equipment. I'm pretty sure they could be like, hey, here's 50 bucks. Also, let us bring some beers. <laughs> yeah. All right, we have Potentially. Four beers that we need to get. I'll take two. Just two beers is all we need. Here's, here's a question. If you had spent 30 days at Survivor Camp, and you were offered a beer, any beer, which beer would you choose? Oh, I'm not a big beer guy, so like it wouldn't really mean much. Like, so the closest for me would be a Desperado. Yeah. That's my go-to beer, I guess. Well, I think it would uh, be, the broader one would be a Guinness mm-hmm. or a um, Nitro Stout, which is like mm. also a very like hearty, like, mm, I think I want something super dark. Calorific. Super dark. <laughs> like something that I could eat with a knife and fork. Yeah, kind of that makes sense. Um, I think they were correct. A nice light lager was the correct choice. It's probably a good choice for them considering what their stomachs were like and what they could probably handle. I'd go for cold and hoppy. Like I, I'd want to have, so like an IPA or something, but like something that just packs a lot of flavor after eating bland rice and beans for 30 days. Just be like, Dah! Oh, yeah. yeah. Really refreshing. I think Louise just wants a drink. I just... really think on a beer. <laughs> like, garage Project type of day. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, Garage Project, um, they are delicious, but man, culture shock for me when I came back to New Zealand. And you're like, oh my god, all the beers. Yeah, I was like, whoa, I'm inside a liquor store and it costs $6 for a small can of beer? What happened while I was gone? Worth every cent. What happened? Where I, I don't have those cents. <laughs> I'm sure that it's worth every cent, but I was like, I should have brought back some PBR. <laughs> Isn't that the cheap stuff? That is the cheapest stuff. Yeah. And I will keep doing that. Yeah. $1.50, give me a tall boy of PBR. Wow. I just want to say if there's any sponsors out there, uh, you want to just throw alcohol at us, then feel free. That's cool. Our guests desperately want alcohol and we can't afford to give it to them. Preferably Garage Projects, that would be great. No big deal. Actually, I met the guy who, uh, a guy, a guy who works at Garage Project. Maybe I could like try and wrangle some. Oh, we got to let him know when this goes live. Yeah. <laughs> hey, just saying, we talked about your brand a whole bunch. Maybe send us a, oh, we already did it. Oh, <laughs> you don't have to give us anything now. We made the, we did this the wrong way around. But if you're a good person, you would. Yeah, pretty much. Um, I noticed that when we record, we sit around a table like normal people. Um, but at Rancho Relaxo, um, due to, I'm assuming, filming uh, requirements, we had to sit Last Supper style. Yeah. I reckon it's because the budget for the production was so low that they only had one camera. So they're like, right, we can't have a camera on each person. So we just got to have one camera on, on the whole table. Oh, because they would have had to split the crew. Because they yeah. had to leave yeah. people back at camp to get um, Nate and uh, Shay having that. Yeah, they, they only had one camera guy free. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> Uh, all right that's fair it, it felt like you would uh, enjoy it a lot more if you could just interact with each other yeah for sure and if they're actually like having a conversation like yeah they had like um, a little secret club yeah like and then they went back to camp and they had this beautiful ominous music playing even though like it was so them coloring something in a way that wasn't present at all yeah because it was like this ominous like watch what's oh happening. yeah yeah but they it's really... just Nate and Shay chilling and yeah. just staring at the fire and it was 
and Barb going on about how amazing it was, but then in her like face to camera, she was like, "Yeah, I'm not going to go on about it. That would be cruel." And then like, the food was amazing. Best <laughs> reward ever. <laughs> oh yeah, because she also said like, "You'll be able to uh, like, we'll come back and you'll be able to smell us." Yeah. Which I was like, I don't think anyone's going to be into that. And Shay is like, "Yes." I would like to smell you. I was like, <laughs> I'm wrong. I don't know anything about human beings anymore. No, I want to smell her. That seems fair. It's 30 days that they're in there. Yeah. Um, we did find out that Nate uh, has an arcade machine at his house. With like we did, games. yeah. And previously we found out he has like 70 axes. So, 70 axes? Yeah, that came up. We re- we didn't really pick up on it in that episode. That's Wait, what? Thing. Yeah, it's... Uh, Nate has 70 axes. Apparently. Are you talking it's... the edged weapon? Yes. What the? When I mean, he... I don't think he's talking about guitars. <laughs> <laughs> that would be weird. What? Yeah, I'll I'll look it up and bring it back in. But yeah, I'm pretty sure he mentioned uh, like uh, weeks ago that he had 70 axes. Now he has 30 games on his one spacing machine. This guy doesn't need 100k. He's rich in life. Do we? Yeah, Nate. So are we establishing right now that Nate laughs? Do you think he's a LARPer? I think he's a LARPer. I don't think so. I don't even think he'd know what that means. He doesn't strike me as a LARPer. He owns 60 axes and has a, has a Space Invaders yeah, machine. he's a South Islander. Like, don't forget, like, he he is, he's a man from the South Island. I don't think owning 60 axes is abnormal. Yeah, I think you just, I think you just... Like, it would be a hobby. I, I clearly don't know enough about the South Island if this is a thing that seems normal. Yeah, well, I think it's one of those things where you just slowly get more and more axes. He probably is, like, upkeeping the ones he likes, and then the other ones are just around. What do you, how do you throw out an axe? Like, what do you, how do you get rid of an axe? In a horizontal toss against that a tree. Is that a renaissance fair? <laughs> Sell it on Trade Me. I mean, it, who's buying Trade Me? Axes? Buy and sell axes. Axes <laughs> in the throat of a dragon. Yep. I <laughs> mean, down in the South Island. Um, yeah, that was also we had. Uh, I think the bar bar bragged a whole bunch, but I think that the worst thing that she did was when she asked Nate what had been happening there. Yeah. Like, what have you guys been up to? Nothing, Barb. You know we've been doing nothing. <laughs> you know, we sat and looked at the fire. We got angry for a little bit. I thought about whether Avi made the right choice politically, and then I went to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> and then they got woken up the next morning to tree mail. Tree mail. Um, it's like Tyra mail. Oh, yeah, yeah, but from a tree, which yeah. I didn't get the pun of tree mail for weeks. Oh, I just got that now. Mm, Thank yeah. you. It was Jack would have got it straight away if he didn't coin it. <laughs> I wouldn't have put it past him because that was when he went straight to the coconut phone. Um, yep. Yeah, this is where Jack and Shannon played Whose Line Is It Anyway? It's Jack's line. <laughs> where they played coconut phone. Yeah. Which was delightful. Have they done that before? No. no. And no, it was funny. One of the things it was genuinely pretty good. The, the, one of the things that Survivor New Zealand does really well is they give us little moments that seem like they're part of an, a completely established world. Yeah. <laughs> like one episode where they were just like, they all, uh, they got the note from Tremel and then they were all like, accent, accent, and then they called out an accent to do it in. As, as, as though that was the thing. So this was, this was the thing where it was like, oh, I guess they, they've been using coconut phones Yep, they're just doing improv games for a bit, and it's and I enjoyed Mike sitting there, kind of passively enjoying it in the most awkward position. That was fun. Yeah, I think he enjoyed it, and he was like, "Oh my god, if Shannon wasn't here, I'd have to do this." 
<laughs> I, think, I don't think Mike could do it. I think he'd do it if the cameras weren't there. Like, I think as soon as the cameras leave, he'd be like, hello? No, I think it was Shannon's idea. Oh, you think Shannon's starting? Yeah, maybe. I'm just saying, you're like automatically attributing it to Jack. Oh, one it is a Jack thing to do. One thing you don't know is Jack has done phone work before. <laughs> right. He had a rock iPhone uh, early on in the um, show. Oh, right. Okay. So he's done phone prop games before. Yeah. Which yeah. was very confusing because I was like, shouldn't he be using his rock iPhone? But then I realized he's moved. He's on Redemption Island. Yeah. No coverage. Yeah. Mm. And they've only got coconut coverage yeah. on Redemption <laughs> Island. <laughs> <laughs> All coconut coverage. Um, battle arena. Battle this is arena. Not first time battling. Normally it's uh, yeah. one dueling. Yeah. Right? It's a yeah. duel. Uh, Matt lay real heavy into the battle, battle, battle mm. um, for an exercise that was you know wet, sloppy arm sore. Yeah. <laughs> just, just, just. Uh, I called it the "Can I go to the bathroom?" challenge. <laughs> <laughs> I really okay. So at this point, I have to say I really did not like the host. Uh, cause like his commentary is so fucking annoying. It's so fucking <laughs> annoying. Like, oh, uh, oh, he has looks to. like Jack's wobbling. Yeah. Oh, like we can see what's happening. Shut up. Uh, I think it's he has to. You have I, to. I would usually jump on the shit train for uh, for for Matt Chisholm when he doesn't do uh, a good job. But holy fuck, he didn't have much to work with. Yeah, this is he, one of the things. He really didn't have much to work with on this one, and it needs someone talking over it. So does it though? <laughs> Could it just have some dramatic music? And like cuts to the reactions of the oh, of the group yeah. being like, oh, 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 yeah, let's get those hands in there. Like, <laughs> Did you see the reactions of the group of like, ah, oh, her legs shook a bit there. <laughs> hey, Nate, you know the rules. No whispering through people's challenges. You're not out uh, in the woods now. And then every now and again, you're doing good, Jack. And then Jack goes. Thanks. <laughs> he got props for that back at camp too. They were like, and he was talking through it. Yeah. Like, this was like the heated challenge. This was a battle. Oh my God, it was tedious. It was, Fuck me, uh, that was hard to watch. Whilst yeah. we agree with you, Matt, uh, Matt has had a hard time on some of these where he's just, what would you say? Like all you can say is they're wobbling. That's There's the thing is you still got standing. you either go tongue in cheek and lean into like this metatextual commentary, yeah. or you have to do what he does, which is to try and be genuinely excited about something that isn't exciting. Man, it just really that was painful. Oh, it was just. I, so... I think I think the commentary made it more painful. It oh, did. he did have the um, Mike has gravy dripping off his forehead. Yeah, that was a good line. <laughs> which I found unpleasant because it just yeah. made, it made me picture literal gravy. I wanted to go lick his forehead. <laughs> <laughs> Yorkshire pudding underneath and collect it all up. <laughs> oh, yeah, it does make me wonder. And this is, so this is the thing is, we watched two minutes of this. They had to stand there for 15. Yeah. And that was a short uh, challenge for some of these standing there challenges that they've had. That was only 15 minutes before, and I think Shannon just didn't realize how sensitive yeah. the, the whoopsie thing was. I don't think, think she, um, no. uh, she failed, she just like... I think she flinched, Yeah. and that's all it took. I was pleased that Jack stayed in. It's fun, I really... So he's obviously playing the game where he is trying to make out that he doesn't want to be... Yeah, he, yeah, yeah which was weird, because he's like, I'm totally getting in their heads, and I was like, Jack, you're not in anyone's head yeah. at all. And then they cut straight to Mike being like, I guess Jack's good. Up and I was like, no! <laughs> <laughs> How did he trick you? Surely Mike can't be fooled anymore given that Jack didn't just like, you know, fail the challenge. 
Be I think he yeah. is. I think it, that was the scariest thing is now Jack has to go back and stay another like two days of being like, whoa, I, I guess I'm going. It's like, well, why didn't you just pull your hands out and get the bucket of water and be like, see ya? No, I was so depressed. I couldn't even lose. <laughs> oh, it, was just, it, was the, it was so hard. Uh, you know, like, I didn't want to you know, let Matt down. He was looking right at me. <laughs> and I didn't want him to know that I'd given up, but I have given up, Mike. I've got this muddy boy. Uh, if Jack takes oh. out Mike, it will be... So oh, it would be so fun. I would really enjoy that. I would genuinely enjoy that. I think it would be a good twist. Mm. At any point that Mike... You didn't get a lot of Mike time. No. Um, no, not really, no. Yeah, he seems to be chilling because his intensity oh, yeah. seems to be waning the longer he's right. stuck on Redemption Island. Um, yeah, he's playing a super nice guy, which is a fair tactic. That brings us to the end of, uh, yeah. of the episode. We had uh, Avi, I think, closed us out by telling us all about, like like how he was playing the game now and how invested he was which is like we've broken him he's done like he was just the nicest guy just hanging out whereas now he's finally yeah. like he's totally got that little finger like oh, oh who do I have to twist and yeah, yeah what's it going to come down to whew uh, end of episode episode 15 yeah and yeah so glad that that's done <laughs> so we're, so long. we're gonna take a uh, very we're gonna take a very short break but don't worry because you'll have just a few moments of listening to horns that you think could be scored by Hans Zimmerman enjoy I don't know. I, 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 I know, I know well, the box. I think Hans Zimmerman might be me mashing him up with the old man from Simpsons. Y- yeah, oh, I think it is. You think of Hans Moleman. Hans Moleman Zimmerman? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just Hans Zimmerman. Oh, my groin. <laughs> I'm going to look up Hans, Hans Zimmerman, though, to oh, see if he actually is. Oh, Hans Zimmer does the... Does the blah, blah. No, when I search Hans Zimmerman, it only says, did you mean Hans Zimmer? <laughs> <laughs> and the answer oh, is yes, go. I did. Hans Zimmermann was a German politician of the Nazi party. That makes sense. There we go. So at least he was, you know, he had some scary overtures in using his name. <laughs> wait, wait, Zimmermann was a Nazi. Oh, he, he looks like a real Nazi as well. Look at that. That's a Nazi looking dude. Yeah, oh, he yeah. is a Nazi. Yeah, well, that's him at the Not super Nazi last With a very Jewish surname. Yeah. <laughs> Weird. Okay. Uh, he is... Well, we're back. Okay. <laughs> and that, was some, that was some very ominous sounding music that I forced Mike to track down. So, is real or fictional, anybody in the world, uh, past, present, or future, who would you throw into the survivor situation to be your champion? Oh, shit, that's really hard. Yeah. Oh, I wish I had more time to think about this. No, okay. you know the answer. It's more fun right. because we can just throw it in and you just have to react. Okay, so like, if... So just someone who I could put into the game and be like, I'm banking on this. That's person. your yeah, yeah. That's your yeah. person. You want to go. Through, you want them to win, no matter what. I want what. them to win. They don't yeah. have to exist in reality, or they could. It's totally up to you. Don't overthink it. Jessica Jones. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. nice, Jessica Jones. She would fucking kill it. Big Jessica Jones fan. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And she has the investigating skills. Yeah. She's she knows she how to read that. people. Mm-hmm. She's yeah. She, she has low level strength powers. She has recovery abilities. Yeah. Does she have a kid in, in, in your timeline? No. Okay. okay. She doesn't have a kid. 
Well, I've only watched I the... I believe she has a we're, we're, we're talking comic book. Oh, you guys are talking comic book. I'm talking yeah. uh, TV. Oh, you're Netflix talking series. We're straight up Marvel TV. Yeah. I, uh, I haven't read the comics. That's perfectly fine. What, what, is, what is the actress's name? Oh, I can't remember. Jesse damn. Pinkman's girlfriend. Yeah. 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 Yep. She, she, she's really fucking she's good. She's so good at it. Oh, now I feel bad that I don't remember. Because oh, I, I was just a... like when I thought it was Hans Zimmerman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, when you think that a composer is a Nazi politician, and he's not. He's actually an award-winning dress. But I was, I was, I wasn't, I wasn't rooting for her to be Jessica Jones because Kristen Ritter. Kristen Ritter, yeah, because in the comics she's, she's a bit more middle-aged and a bit more, oh right, and, and less kind of. You know, attractive. Yeah. You know, less, TV. Less like TV. P- yeah. yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah. Like, and, yes, kind of Hollywood, attractive, yeah. young. Yeah, totally. Uh, leading lady. And I, I was hoping for someone just a little bit more normal looking, but she she kicked out of the she fucking park. She's great. I really enjoy that. I like that she can't win. Like she's like, I just wish that you were more ugly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but but I was told to be more pretty so I could get more work. Yeah, well I go the other way. <laughs> no, Jessica Jones, go on. So so why why her? What what makes you what makes um, her stand out? I think she'd have. Well, I was just racking my brains for a person, fictional or real, that I really liked, and I picked her. Um, but she, I think she'd have the resilience um, to to get through. I think uh, the strength, obviously, physical strength, she would absolutely nail the physical challenges. Oh, yeah, no that, doubt about can that. I go to the bathroom challenge? She would have just, <laughs> they'd be at like hour 14. Physical challenge, she's she's up there with, yeah, the, yeah. with the other ones. Yeah. But also, like, she's, she's very good at... Um, you know, mind games as well. Like, she can read people. I mean, she was dealing with Kilgrave, who is literally, like, the person who can control people. Um, My main issue with her is that she has quite an acerbic personality. She does. So, uh, yeah, I don't think the jury would vote for her. I don't know. I think she'd come in undercover. Mm. And I think think she'd play, like, up to the merge. She'd probably be playing Uh, a very different version of herself. Oh, yeah, she'd be very good at um, She'd be good at that. Exactly. She might come in with the, like, oh, my God, how's this going to work? Yeah. And then then she'd go, oh, I can't believe I won again. And it's like, wait, you weren't even sweating. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I have superpowers. (laughs) <laughs> oh. yeah. My bad. I don't that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 She's a strong contender. Yeah. Oh, okay. It'll be her. Cool. Uh, I agree. I think Jessica Jones is a very good choice. I stand by that. She's going into the mix. I like it. We're going into the super survivor mix. Yeah. Um, Are you yeah, making a list of all the suggestions that people give? We will. We yeah, do. we will be doing a round robin cool. to see who we think should uh, should win. Yeah, and she's going to rank up quite nicely. And I think one of the few females that we've had. So fucking awesome that we've got another one. Great. Terrific. Now can we get back to? Uh, yes, we can. Let's do it. Um, to Jack having to pretend that he's already lost and then we had Guru Sparrow telling us how it is which was where Mike Sparrow took us aside to tell us who you are in real life is who you will be in this game oh fuck yeah that didn't sit well with me no that seemed very <laughs> condescending for the fact that like he got played yeah like the fact that but he's not wrong is the problem like Shannon got eliminated because she did she couldn't deal with the fact that she played him so hard and she was yeah. guilty mm. whereas if she had just like kept doing that because he was right like she you know it's like if you can't live with yourself then you know you're not going to be able to keep pulling off that lie that was the only thing is that he wasn't completely wrong 
But the nature of the show completely goes against that. And people know what they're signing up for. So him talking down in that way was, uh, just shut up, Mike. But that was the same thing as when he told her off. And like when he called her out and was like, it was like, oh, you're a fake person. You're fake and fake pants. And you're like, yeah, that's, that's the point, right? Yeah, yeah. like we're playing Survivor, not friends. Yeah, remember when they <laughs> pretended to be stuck on, a, on an island? It's yeah. It's actually completely by choice. You know, you guys can always just put up your hand and go, hey, I want to go home. And the producers are like, yeah, I guess that's a thing. Oh, and just go home. Um, and then we had to, we jumped to Tom doing his uh, Shay Gotta Go. Yeah. Um, which was, they have, they hate each other so much. Tom and Shay. Yeah. Tom and Shay. It's, it's been bad, bad blood from day one. She's tried to eliminate him, like, every time. Every time there's been the slightest chance of, try, of eliminating him, she's been pushing for it. He successfully eliminated her once, like, three weeks ago. Yeah. And she um, came back. She came back at the merge, right? Mm. She was on uh, Redemption Island. Mm. Um, and then she came back... And then we got to watch Nate put on a bunch of bug spray for way too long. <laughs> Nate did get the great line, um, it's not personal, just business. That was pretty fun. Then, but there's such I'd... a police officer thing there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's not just business, just business, you know? Can't help it, had to be done. Had to be uh... done. I did get really bored with the idea that Avi couldn't write Shay's name down because he made a promise. Yeah, that was hard to hear where you're just like, but Avi, this is the game. Yeah. Yeah, it's not only the game, but, you know, it's not a real promise. You're on a reality TV show. Yeah, yeah but to it's... him it was a real promise. Oh, but... Mm. He's trying to play the clean game. Exactly, is he didn't want to go to have that, to make it to jury and have them be like, wait a second. I'm genuinely going to be disappointed if he wins. I'm just going to put that out there right now. Uh, I would be <laughs> fine with that. I'll be honest, after Shannon left, I, I've been very uninvested in who wins. Yeah. You wanted Shannon to win? I wanted her at least to get to the, like, I wanted her to get to the jury, like, mm. to get to the tribal. I genuinely jury. wanted, if it wasn't Shannon, then I wanted Barb to win, but I wanted Shannon to win because she did, she played the game the hardest mm. and really kind of made some nice choices that yeah. led to entertaining television right whereas Avi has played it fucking boring for boring and safe for eight weeks he has done fuck all but be nice yeah and that's that's why who wants to watch that and that's why I don't want him to win because then to watch that. we didn't have a choice <laughs> he's he, still there he's gonna set a precedent yeah. And that president is going to be, if you're a nice guy, then you have you a chance of winning. Yeah. yeah. Mike doesn't want people who are watching this to think that in life, if you're nice, you can succeed. <laughs> he wants to make sure that what you take away from this is you have to stab everyone in the back and flip as many times as necessary to get that 100k. <laughs> yeah. yeah, because that's what real life is like. And that's what makes good TV. Yeah. No! <laughs> that's what makes on the Beach amazing. No, it's, it's about a son and his estranged father coming together to complete a race of globally amazing wait, 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 wait. <laughs> That is what it's about. It's about them conquering roadblocks wait, wait. and exploring Malaysia and finding out something not only about themselves. Is this Tom and Abby's spin off? Oh, I would watch them on The Amazing Race. So Tom and Abby. <laughs> I watch them just Amazing Race. It's the Amazing Race, well, the and end, then everyone else has to keep up. At the, at the end of Survivor, Tom just turns to Avi and goes, Avi, I'm your father. And then he goes, ah, and, then so, and then they just run off to the Malaysia together. That'd be fun. I'd, I'd watch that. I would watch Tom and Avi have to backpack around. Like, I haven't seen Tom and Avi do much interesting stuff. Well, just because of these... 
Okay, so why are you guys like, yeah, I'd watch them do an amazing race? Because they, they've reached a point in their friendship where they're just mean to each other at yeah. like a very satisfying level. Right. Where they know that there was a bromance, but it is not alive anymore. Right. You know, like you have you have those friends who are in relationships where they should end it, and you're like, oh my god, just end it. And then you yeah. have friends who are in those relationships where you're like, oh, this is awful. <laughs> oh, I love you, but come on, you if you're going to still do this, I can only enjoy it. Yeah. And they're at that point. Yeah. Okay. Is Tom the sort of the heartthrob of the show? Mike was until he went to Redemption Island. I, I'd say himself. Tom's more attractive. Oh, don't let Mike hear that. <laughs> oh my god, his ego will explode. Really? Does he have an enormous ego? He's a have model. You, have you seen him? Is he a model? <laughs> Right? Tom is like oodles more attractive than And Mike. Tom's a teacher, so I he's know. humble. <laughs> I don't know what to do with like, that one. Especially <laughs> during the opening credits where he does like they, they show the shots of all the faces and then Tom does his little toothy grin where he's like, hey ladies, it's perfect. Okay. Just saying. Just saying, yeah. I, mean, yeah. I can see that. I totally yeah, see that. he's a very attractive man. It's fair. I, I, I just find Maybe it's just because he looks a bit like my boyfriend that I'm like, this guy, he's the heart for all. You're like, what is the closest to the one that I've already got? Yeah. I'm into that one. This yeah, is that the one. least threatening the to my situation. The one with the dark hair and the brown eyes and he's quite tall and lanky. Yeah, I like that one. We have, I honestly have no idea how tall Tom is because he's in a... Um... Crouched position most of the time. Yeah. <laughs> he spends a lot of a crouch. I was going to say like a limited, like you only see um, you only see him with the people who are there. Right. So yeah. I have no concept of how tall really anyone It would be hilarious if it turns out like they're all 5'4". Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Is it's, you know, it's kind of the opposite of like when you see basketball coaches. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All the basketball coaches look like they're 5'2". <laughs> yeah. Um, Louise, you won't know this, but the head was actually won by Avi many moons ago. It was won? He won it and uh, they're like, Avi won the hammock, right? Why, why are we talking about this now? Because I want to talk about the fact, that I, talk, I mentioned it earlier, but the my Barb issue is, Barb is, I've, we only see Barb in it now with the occasional Tom. I think Tom scurries in anytime Barb goes for a swim. He's like, oh, well, hammock. Yeah. When does Avi get the hammock? When Avi stops being a nice guy and fucking demands his hammock. Oh no, nice guys don't get hammock. Yeah, pretty much. Oh damn, this is my dating life. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what to do with any of this. Nice guys don't get hammock. Do you want us to jump over to the challenge? Let's jump over to the challenge because I feel like Mike's been burned out. He didn't know what to throw into the pot for this. No, uh, yeah, the challenge, which was. Really fun watching balancing ball, bouncing ball, ball, beam, ball beam. balance, balance, ball beam. Yeah, Avi losing his shit. <laughs> oh man, Avi did full Charlie Brown when he lost too. Like he yeah. had like head to the ground, head to the ground, <laughs> and he played the music. Yeah, yeah. And, then, and then he goes to the beach, and then he was like, "I'm so mad, I've just got to run," <laughs> and just bounced. Right away. He's the, he's of the Forrest Gump generation. It's like, bro, it's just Survivor. Chill out. It's not just. Survivor, he hasn't won any of the immunity challenges. But he, he also, won. who else has won? Wait, wait, wait. He, he won the reward challenge not two yeah. days earlier. 
Like, what's he complaining about? He went, like, if anything, he's probably safe from voting because everyone hates Shay. And, yeah. like, he, he's just like, he got to go to the luxury lodge and have real food and a beer. He like, just wants it all. I really want to wear that necklace. It's an ego. I reckon it's like an alpha male thing where he sees Tom being the top dog all the time and he feels really beta and wants to, like, take the alpha male position. Yeah, I think that he's a, an el- he's an alpha in his personality type and the fact that he's ha- he's okay taking a back seat, mm. but that in his mind he's like, I need to actually prove to everyone that I'm making that as a choice yeah. to I, let yeah. people run. I don't know if it's that deep. I, I think it's purely ego because he thinks he's good at sports. Right. I think I think he genuinely <laughs> I think he just genuinely sees himself as a pretty sportsy guy. Because he's a what youth expedition leader. Yeah. That's his job title. Yeah. He's an outdoorsy guy. He's a super outdoorsy guy. He was presented as like a real physical threat early on. And yeah. he's, he's never really proven that. He's never followed through. I no. think if they put him on like a more adventure based one, but they haven't had any like really adventure challenges. Didn't he win the, uh, the fucking plank toss thing with the beanbags? Yeah. He won that as well, didn't he? Was that the hammock? So he's just I think he's a crybaby. He's, 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 he's greedy. Oh. Yeah. He's greedy. Barb hasn't won anything. She's not complaining. Barb's never going to win anything. Oh. I love Barb. <laughs> That's the thing about Barb, though, is she's like, I feel like she's very centered in the fact that, like, that she has a happy life. Yeah. Is that, like, when things are going, like, badly early on, she's like, ah, it sucks that I'm out of the game, but, you know, I have a good life. Yeah. At home, I have my family, I'm going to be okay. And then when things are going well, she's like, oh, this is a lot of fun, but also, you know, it might change. I have a good life. It's okay. Yeah. We're going to be fine. I think she's a dark horse. We'll see if she's playing that game that she gave up or if she's actually given up and she's... I really, I, I hope so. I would love her to come back with a vengeance. Just one, uh, one last time, like a, like a cop who's got like one week to retirement and it's like, oh, I've got to crack the case. I thought she was going to win, like, win this challenge a little bit. She looked very centered. She was solid. I know, yeah. with her yeah, arms were, were like equidistant and she was just channeling yeah, some kind like of... like zen where she's just like, as long as I can see the ball out of the corner of my eye. She was great. Yeah. Uh, this challenge yeah. was the fastest challenge we've had yet. Yeah. Like, it, honestly, and I don't mean in terms of how long they were there because we don't really know that, but like, it felt like it was only like four minutes long in the show. Yeah. Yeah. Like Matt's like, oh, they're gonna okay, Abby's out. Oh yeah, the rest of them are out. Okay, Tom, here you go. Take take the Just do you want to just keep it and just write your name on it? it should be you know, he's wanted enough that it should just be the, called the. the Tom <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was um, actually Avi took this so bad that he, uh, he let Shay carry the banner back to camp. <laughs> Like does Avi usually? He does, yeah. I didn't notice that, but yeah, I noticed that. I was like, oh, Avi must be real upset if he's like, I can't even. Someone else carried the banner. Avi was I don't front. deserve the honor. Oh, no. <laughs> I've been demoted from flag bearer. Oh, oh heartbreaking. Oh, he just, he's just at the front of the queue, just trying not to cry. Just, just, just biting his lip. Don't let them see you cry. Don't let them see you cry. Play the game, Avi. <laughs> He is playing the game though. He was doing pretty well. I love that Nate tried to blindside him by just doing the like, hey Bob, what do you think about voting Avi out? <laughs> and Bob's like, eh, probably not. I gotta go. I need to tell Avi something. <laughs> and then he had that great moment, which I was like, oh, this is pure, like, great police work where he goes, him and Avi were on the beach. Yeah. And he goes, oh, yeah, just uh, tested Bob's allegiance to you. Yep. You're like, no, you didn't. No, you. <laughs> 
That's that a solid lie in the moment, though. Yeah. Jeez. I did like when, uh, just to go back to Avi, when he came back to camp and just like, you saw him go and pick up his journal almost immediately. <laughs> he just some journaling to do. He just, so, are the journals going to be published? Fuck no. that would be great. I would be very interested in that, but I'm pretty sure. Why didn't the producers put that in their contract that like, at the end of Survivor, your journals will be published? Oh man, anything created on the Survivor te- television show is property of TVNZ. Well, exactly. Like, surely they must have some, uh, like, rights to that IP. I think they knew <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Avi, we've noticed you've been producing a lot of IP and we're very happy about it. Working, but as you know, anything you create while you're at work, is property of of the company. Of the company. Yeah. Oh, I, I don't man. think I'd want to read Avi's. I'm, I'm a, Whose journal would you read? I think Shannon's. Oh, yeah. Shannon's would be fun. Does Shannon have one? Because we've only really me it's sort of mentioned or seen Avi and, and Barb. Barb. What the fuck is Barb writing all the time? Because she doesn't do a lot. Like, what has she got to write about? We, we got a little preview of that um, last week, and the a, a bit of a page of Barb's diary surfaced on the internet. <gasps> Not very interesting. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, we ate some rice and beans today. It tasted bland. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then she said, oh, I'm losing so much weight. I should be able to fit in those Zara jeans. <laughs> so that's about the extent of her. Yeah, is that it? Yeah. yeah. Actually, yeah, survival would be a great weight loss tool. It will be. Yeah, but you're, you're losing mostly muscle. Yeah. So yeah. Like, you are going to lose a shit on the muscle. Yeah, it's a, it's a good little side rant on... Uh, <laughs> also, I want to say, nothing wrong with journaling. I think journaling is great. I don't know. It's good for the soul. It's, fine. Um, it's just amusing that, that Avi's way of dealing with such a emotional situation is to take a little book and wander off in a jungle because it's, it's the, the incongruity it feel kind of like first world third world television <laughs> reality uh, problems it's a, yeah. it's a fun mix like yeah now the more that I think about how much he has won and how much success he'd had, he's had on this show the more I'm like hold up runner just, <laughs> just chill I'm sad that uh, the host didn't make a drop the ball pun Oh, that would have been great. Uh, oh, Avi, looks like you dropped the ball on that one. Oh, I think Avi would have, Avi would have been like, <laughs> uh, and then we jumped over to Redemption Island where Jack's still trying to get traction with his retirement village bit. God, oh, yeah, that just we won't let that go. What's funny is that like the majority of the people on the island are in their twenties or thirties at best. So like the bit. Like, there are two older people, but that's it. Yeah, there's a big jump. There's no... Yeah, there's yeah, no, there's, yeah. not really any of those people in their 30s. It's because they're like... They're, they're at home, they've got kids and a mortgage. They can't fucking take time out of their schedule to go on Survivor New Zealand. It's not a priority. This economy. This <laughs> economy. We can't just be taking oh, house prices how they are. Oh. Yeah. Can't just go to Nicaragua at the drop of a button. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I guess that, that would be why. You know, I think that it's... Yeah, there's not a lot of people who are 34 and can just go yeah actually do that yeah I mean I could guys I didn't I didn't know that they were casting I could have <laughs> I guess I mean I wouldn't have got on you would have been great you, you would have been great on Survivor I would have been first week gone no like who wants to be a villain and D would have put up her hand I would have gone no D no don't put up your hand you'll get eliminated and everyone would have gone like fuck this guy <laughs> this guy's gonna be the worst <laughs> I'm like, who wants to play coconut phone? And they would be like, I'm sorry, dude. Jack is in the other camp. It's just me with one coconut phone talking. 
cutting to Jack with another coconut phone. And we didn't even know we were both doing it. <laughs> and everyone looks at you and goes, we don't need two Jacks. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's, yeah, when they vote me off, everyone feels the need to say that into camera. We don't need two Jacks. We don't need two Jacks. We don't need two Jacks. Even me, we don't need two Jacks. And he's nailing it. <laughs> they don't even write down your name. They just write down lesser Jack. Oh, <laughs> Oh my god! He's like, Did Jack fright? No, I was oh. using the pen ink for my tattoo that said Lesser Jack. I'm just thinking what would happen if if Avi couldn't journal. They're gonna get him another pen. I think he would headbutt a tree until his head exploded. The producers would give him another pen. Yeah, or we, they wouldn't to see what happens. Make good TV. I don't uh, know. He'd get another pen. <laughs> just start writing with a bloody stump. It's <laughs> <laughs> a machete. Just that moment of camera where he's like, so my pen broke, so I sharpened my finger. <laughs> This turned real dark. Is that one macabre? Um, I like it. This was, and then we did a scrambling. Most of this episode was Most just of the... scrambling. Uh, Ugh, too I much did of like it. that Nate got put in the firing line just for trying to do RV. Yeah, that was where, good. Yeah, where they were yeah. like, wait, maybe we should do Nate. Yeah, maybe we. And it was like, oh, Nate. Um, although. I grew up really excited with the idea of Avi going. Which, which did get kind of a little bit of traction for Ooh. half a second. And I was oh, like, oh, this could be great. Barb shut it down. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I was real, I really would have liked that. Barb yeah. seems to be pulling the strings. Mm. And she, that, she, I mean, that horse ride paid for itself. Straight <laughs> away, right? Like, Holy shit, like, yeah. The next episode, you just, you know, he's like, the day later, she's like, hold up, someone gave me a horse ride. He's not going home. He's not going home. Ah, that's how much Bob likes horses. That's, it, uh, it takes away all of her venom. Uh, and that's why you think she's just like she's just laying in the hammock thinking of horses and that awesome hat that she didn't get to keep <laughs> see you wearing that hat Barb what happened to that hat then uh, we went to tribal yep um, we were at tribal which was pretty dull the jury looked really well dressed compared to the tribe <laughs> yeah they get to shower yeah. they get up. to like do their hair and shit mm-hmm. yep. like Shannon was looking like a supermodel I was like hang on a second you were like you were, you were like gone bush like a couple of days ago. She's, she's had pineapple hair for like three weeks. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, now she's... She's looking nice. That's the whole point of tribal council is to make you think like, maybe I should just give up because they seem to be really clean. Yeah, they look happy, <laughs> they look well-fed. happy and well-fed. Um, Nate did a great... Um, oh, the little cry? Uh, no, I was going to say like the fact that he uh, managed to just like seamlessly sneak in telling his children that he was proud of them on national television. Oh, that was real um, nice. Achievement unlocked. Like how many dads get to do that? I, I nearly teared up a little bit at that point. Like I'm doing this for my kids because I want them to be proud. I was like, oh, Nate, you're winning. You're winning. <laughs> you're doing it. You're doing it. And you know that would have landed real well with Salah on With jury. the jury. Oh, oh jury man. That to be honest, I feel like it was more for Salah than it was for his kids. <laughs> oh, achievement locked again. I did do a little reaction shot to Salah, I think. Yeah, because like, yeah. what you don't know is that uh, Nate actually fucked over Salah. Did he? 
Yeah, even though they were pretty tight. Oh, I, I see. Oh, Here no, no. We're going to get into this because he didn't really fuck over Salah. Oh, let's save he, it for the last... He wasn't going to write down Salah's name. Let's and save it for the last episode. He didn't write down Salah's name. It's important for this because Avi said he wasn't going to write down Shay's name. And it's bullshit. And what did he do? He wrote down he Shay's wrote down name. Shay. He could have written down um, anyone else's name and it still would have been three to two. Yeah. Yeah. Although he didn't know that. He didn't know that, but he could have. He locked it trust. in, yeah. He locked yeah, it in. The thing is, yeah, he didn't. Tr- he didn't trust his uh, connection with Shay enough to just throw away his vote mm-hmm. in a beautiful sign of friendship for forty years to come. Shut up. He's <laughs> he's gonna carry that scar for the rest of his life. I know he is. Avi's yeah, so. gonna carry that for like. Yes. Which he, I hope he goes home and watches the whole show and then sees this scene where Shay goes, you don't turn on your own. And then he goes, well, hang on. Because she flipped on Tony. She flipped on Lou. Yep. Lou didn't get eliminated because of it. And she flipped on Izzy, right? Yep. And Glamour Hammer. <laughs> and Glamour Hammer. These are like, well, straight up, she has done the most. She's like, you don't flip on your own. But me. But I do. I do. It's but okay if I do it. She also quotes verbatim, uh, you don't want to be in the final three with Avi. Yeah. Yep. Just straight up said that she doesn't want to be in the final three of Abby. Wow. Yeah. She's full of shit. Yeah. That's what Tom, Tom was like. Oh, I'm gonna keep this ammunition for later, and then he was like, I had to use Abby, it immediately. Abby, I have to tell you. <laughs> well, she's not going to final three with you. And you're like, no, you're meant to hold on to that. That's like a thing to bring out. Like, you, if he had dropped that at tribal council, that would have been amazing. Yeah. Because you could, you'd be able to see Shay, and then the whole like the thing is the jury would have seen it as well. Yeah. yeah. Shay would have been a killer. Yeah. Does, does anyone want to say anything? I do. <laughs> Um, I do. <laughs> yeah, My favorite bit of the whole week was actually the very last moment of of the episode when uh, we saw Nate as his little word to the camera was, and I wrote this down. He said, "I never promised I wouldn't write your name down. Don't misquote me on TV." Oh yeah, that was with, so great. <laughs> with like with like a real disgusted face. Yeah, which was oh, such a him that all of a sudden it was libel. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't want to have to call my lawyer. <laughs> but he was really venomous about it. Oh, it was tasty. It was good. Yeah. That was, that was, that was a good moment to Because I think that he was, yeah, he was probably real angry that he's, you know, been painted in that light. Like, don't misquote me on TV. And I was like, oh, it was good. Good. Tasty, good tasty stuff. TV. So, Louise, yeah. uh, that was your your week uh, with us at Survivor. Um, if you, this is, we have to ask, now that you're, you know, two episodes in, <laughs> in the there's mid- only a week and a half, <laughs> yeah. week and a bit left. We've right? got three episodes yeah. to go. And there's a live final there's as well. a live well. final. Yeah. Matt's going to wear a green hat. <laughs> you better wear a green hat, Matt. Um, so we have to ask, like, um, are you going to stick with it? Are you going you to finish out the well, season? Or I, did you get all of the taste that you needed? No, I, I think I'll stick with it. And now that you guys have given me a lot more context around it, I'm like, oh, okay, I can see how this will be interesting when it plays out. So uh, I, I think I'll, I mean, it's only another week and a bit, so it's not a huge investment. <laughs> but you're not going to go back. You're like, I don't need to go back. I anymore. mean, next time they have another season of, oh, you mean like go and watch the back episode? Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> I don't have that kind of time. <laughs> I enjoyed that. <laughs> and I won't watch the next season either. Because I'm like, I can't, I don't, like, I've got to. I think next season the gloves are going to come off. I've got to I mean, invest my time in TV wisely. And that is why I watch X on the Beach. <laughs> so that was great. Where That was week eight. That was a rough week. 
Hopefully next week she'll be a bit tighter. She'll be a bit more interesting. We've got some real shit going down. I had a great time. I hope next week they do some balance-based challenge that excites <laughs> and uh, redefines what challenges are. Fuck, they're all balance-based, aren't they? A lot of them are. Yeah, if That's... you do not have a good inner ear, just don't even, don't even try. <laughs> Get out of there. If you're tall and awkward. Oh, yeah. Thank you so much for coming. No worries. That was great. great. Thank you, Louise. Uh, have a great week, and we'll catch you uh, next time for our uh, second-to-last episode of Surviving Survivor, Colin Nicaragua. I've been Mike Kevin. I'm Stephen Lyons. I'm Louise Bovink. Bye. 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 Bye.